Ooh, the sound of the Martin guitar on this end of week podcast. Welcome to episode number 24 of the Honeycut Scenario with me, Craig, uh, my little coffee with you podcast, one-on-one, me talking about things that are on my mind. Um, today, I have a cold, so I'm going to sound a little bit more like an actual DJ from, from back in the day. Um, and, uh, you know, before I go on, I hope you're doing good. Hope you have a beverage. Hope you're treating yourself well. Uh, it has uh, gotten a little colder on the Outer Banks, which is good because it's been really nice the last few days, which is awesome, but it's also time for it to be cold. And so when it's cold, it's nice. So it's getting chillier again as we go into the holiday season. Um, and as I mentioned, I'm uh, I'm a little ill right now, so uh, I sound a little funky. And I feel a little funky, honestly, but we're here and we're talking about stuff. Um, you know, before I go on, uh, I was been listening to uh, the four-hour hang between Snoop Doggy Dog and Joe Rogan, and uh, it's pretty epic. Uh, it's easy to forget about how influential Snoop Doggy Dog is. Highly suggest you listen to it if you uh, are familiar with Snoop Dogg, because he's, uh, he's kind of the shit, and he's hilarious for four hours. Um, so that's been kind of fun. Um, and that is going to bring us to today's topic. Uh, I'm just calling it Grismas in July with Delta. Uh, and I want to talk about an experience I had this summer, which was uh, awesome and eye-opening and like all kinds of stuff. So um, a little bit of a background. So my band, Everything, that I've been in my whole life, uh, we had a real intense run in the 90s. We built our own organization, had records, record deals, had a hit song, stuff like that. Um, and the guy that helped us build our business is a young man by the name of Randy Reed. Uh, and Randy has stayed in the management game, and he has uh, managed some incredibly large clients like DJ Sasha, Pretty Lights. He manages Bonobo. Um, they do Odessa. And uh, in the last handful of years, he's been managing a young artist by the name of Grizz. Uh, I do believe the way you spell that would be capital G, capital R, lowercase i, capital Z. Um, and uh, his name is Grant uh, Grant is, uh, I got a chance to spend some time with Grant and I'll talk a little bit more about him, but it's, uh, it's electronic music. It's, uh, you know, and, and a variety of styles of electronic music. And he's kind of come on the scene. He's been around for a decade, but he's really kind of come on strong in, in the last five years. And, uh, it's, you know, he's a bona fide star at this stage. And, you know, I've known Randy has been managing him. We talk a little bit about Grant, but, uh, I talked with Randy this summer and, uh, Grizz does two uh, kind of big immersive events each year. He does other things too, but there's two called uh, called the Grismas or Grismas. And the one he does is uh, it's either one or two weeks in, I think in Detroit maybe. Um, and it's immersive where it's like, you know, there's concerts, like you can do roller skating. There's like outreach. So it's like there's charities involved and it's just this whole immersive experience. And he does Grismas in Detroit, but apparently he has done Grismas in July down in Wilmington. Uh, and so he was doing it at the end of July this last summer. And Randy was like, hey, well, you know, why don't you come down? Because Grizz is doing two nights at the Riverfront Amphitheater, which is pretty much a brand new amphitheater on the river in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's like 7,000 seats. And I thought like, well, that's a you know, three or four hour drive. Head down down there, hang with my boy Randy, see some Grizz, see what's up fun summer trip 
And uh, so, you know, preparing for that trip. And that week, uh, I got a text from a friend of mine asking, like, hey, have you seen, you know, what's up with the breakthrough cases of Delta in New England? So up in Massachusetts, a bunch of people got sick who were vaccinated. And I was like, oh, I don't know what's up. And this friend that texted me is, she's been very nervous about COVID, you know, and it's like, even when there was you know hardly anybody getting sick, she was like worried about all the variants. So like really just kind of like, there's a lot of anxiety there. And so I was like kind of annoyed because it was just like, you know, crying wolf. And then, so I started to see this stuff and I was like, ah, oh, so I kind of like litter up a little bit, which was my fault. Um, and I was, you know, mainly annoyed because it was just like significant information uh, around something's up here. And right at the time, like the day before, I'm supposed to go down and be at a concert. So I texted my my buddy Randy, and he was like, hey, yeah, you know, we're tracking this. Like, we have rapid tests here. So just come on down, and you can test, and everybody's testing here. I'm like, okay, cool. And it was cool because I hadn't known about rapid tests. So I was like, oh, here's a tool. And I like tools. I like to know information because with good, clear information, you can make good, clear decisions. Um, at least that's how it's supposed to be. Um, the world is a little crazy right now, but in my world, I try to make clear decisions with clear information. So I'm like, cool. So I head on down, we, we meet and, uh, you know, stand on a, uh, in a hotel on the beach. And so I do my first rapid test and test negative and, you know, we're masking inside and trying to figure out like, cause you know, people are not masking because uh, the vaccines had been working and everybody was, you know, kind of partying. And then it's, people starting to like go, oh, well, there's this Delta thing. Um, so we go to this concert and I'm just watching, you know, as a, as an older person who's not in the scene, I got to watch Generation Z at work. And it was really, really amazing um, that there were 7,000. So I was on there on the Saturday and they'd done a Friday the night before. And there's like 7,000 kids there. And I was Outside, you know, we went inside a little bit, but I wanted to stay outside and I, I kind of stay away from crowds anyway in those settings just because I like space to move. And so I'm kind of watching from side stage and I'm watching this crowd and I'm just half horrified and half inspired, right? Where it's like, oh, this Delta thing's coming and you're hearing about these breakthrough cases, which is like, okay, the veneer of the vaccines being like polio and we're going to knock this thing out. That was disintegrating into the reality of like, okay, well, these vaccines are helpful, but they're not the silver bullet like we thought in terms of just like knocking the thing out, right? So it's a psychological kind of adjustment going on. And I'm watching 7,000 kids just totally bump and grind and like do that thing that young people do, which is to mix and mingle because that's how life happens, right? Like literally, like you go out and you bump and grind and you find your mate and that's how humans are made, right? Like at the core. And, you know, we play games along the way there. And so there's 7,000 kids having a blast at a Grizz concert. And there was a huge thunderstorm going on. So that was like a whole other dynamic. So it was like weather and life. And um, and I'm just watching. I'm like, gosh, you know, young people, right? And I'm like, here's two major forces going on right now, right? You have COVID, which is a virus trying to propagate itself. And then humans, which are another living organization that is trying to propagate itself. And these two organisms are battling right now. And I was like, you know what? Life goes on. You can't stop young people from getting together. Like, you know, it's like the implications for them are much less than say older adults with COVID, but it was really incredible to see. And then the other thing too, that was really amazing about the experience was how I was treated by uh, Grant and his entire crew, and just 
you know, being in and out of the music industry, having a turn, being the young person with a rising star, um, I'm really cognizant of how people conduct themselves. And like Grant and his entire crew were awesome. Like they were wholesome. They were kind. They were like super respectful. Um, they had their shit together. Uh, they put on a really top shelf show. Um, and I just enjoyed being in and around them while they were doing their work. And that is not always the case. A lot of times there's drama and stress and, you know, people like don't treat people they don't necessarily know very well because they're under stress and there's, there's power and there's levels and there's money and there's glamour and all this stuff. And it was a pleasure just to be in and around that scene. And Grant, he's amazing because he is like this whole new generation of of DJ producers where he can DJ, he can do a house music set, he can play saxophone, he can write music, he can produce, he can perform. And the things that he touches on, he does a very respectful job of what he's doing. Like he's focused on what he's doing, he's grounded and he's sober. And it was really amazing to see. And it was incredible because I watched him about to go on stage, like 7,000 kids, and he's about to, you know, drop this big set. And here he was standing there in like a, some tennis shoes, some like short shorts, like not like, you know, booty shorts, but like, you know, not uh, board shorts, right? So kind of short shorts and like a t-shirt that was kind of tie-dye, a saxophone on and like a, a not a baseball hat, but like a, a kind of a baseball hat, kind of like a cycling hat, right? And he just looked... Like he could have just walked out of co- like a college class. Like he w- didn't look, he didn't dress up to go on stage. And I was just like, you know, in my day, I would feel like I was about to get slaughtered if I went on stage like that. And I was looking, I was like, look at that guy. He is who he is. And he went out and people totally loved it. And he totally blew the roof off the joint, playing saxophone, DJing, like a killer light show. Um, he has a really great singer named Chris Shira. Um, who sings with them, and he has a couple horn players that sit in with them um, who uh, are from the Dap Kings, so Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Um, so really high-quality stuff, and he would get out there and like lay it down with the horn section, and it was right. And it was really cool to see high-quality work with somebody that you were rooting for. And I was definitely, from meeting Grant and how much respect he showed me as uh, my, my friend Randy's friend, I, I was really uh, – I'm rooting for him. And that's a really refreshing thing to see in Generation Z, um, which I'll talk a little bit more about in a second. And so the next day, there was this sort of like, you know, secret beach party, right? And my friend was like, hey, there'll be a couple hundred people there. I'm like, okay, well, let's do that. You know, it's outside. You know, I can sort of stay out of the crowd. So we go to um, Figure Eight Island. And so also, too, the other thing is there's a guy named Bo Gunn, who is the promoter in Wilmington. Um, Bo uh, also does The Penguin, which is a cool radio station out of Wilmington, which plays a lot of eclectic music. And they've really um, built a a vibrant local music culture there through this radio station. But Bo was a great host. He got some friends together, and uh, we had to take a boat out to Figure Eight Island, which is uh, an island that has a lot of big houses on it. And we kind of took over the point of the island, which is sort of near the inlet near Wrightsville Beach. Um, and uh, we got a ride in this boat uh, that was an Axopar boat, which is this like long, skinny, like harbor boat. And it was slick and badass. And I was like, what is this? And it's called an Axopar and it's made in Poland. 
So this Polish boat that's like perfect for these inlets and pulling up on the beach, and it was a badass boat. I think it had two engines on it, and it was slick as all get out. And like I didn't realize that Poland is like has a really vibrant luxury yacht industry. So there's a little tidbit for you. So we all ride out with the crew to this island, and it's like not a couple hundred people, but well over a thousand people. And there's like boats everywhere and it's mayhem and the tide's coming in from the ocean. And it was like, once again, life. I mean, people showing up in their bathing suits and like flags and, and it was uh, a big old beach party and it was wild, but it wasn't out of control. Like I, that crew of younger people, like they party, but it's not like what I remembered about parties where people are just like wrecked. Um, They were like, you know, having fun and like keeping it like within the white lines and uh, there was a moment where at the end of it, you know, Grizz kind of, before he played his last few songs, he had everybody, you know, got on the mic and was like, hey, I want everybody to raise their right hand. And he's like, repeat after me. And he's like, I promise. And everybody's like, I promise. He's like, to, um, you know, realize this is a free show. And I promise to clean up the beach. I promise to help people out. I promise to be respectful. And, and it just did like this pledge, like you were at Camp Grizz. And I was like, the crowd was into it. And... Uh, you know, the feedback I got from the amphitheater and what I saw on the beach is that his crowd like handled their shit. Like they cleaned up after themselves. They helped each other. And certainly it was a chaotic scene. And there's a lot of people in the water. And some people tried to swim the inlet from Wrightsville Beach over and had to go get rescued. And so there was some, you know, there was some wildness involved, but nobody got hurt. And it was uh, really powerful to see a younger generation of artists at work with a new way of doing thing that is kind and inclusive and respectful while making very good art that's sustainable um, in a turbulent time, right? And to see a younger generation go, you know what, like, we'll take you on COVID because, you know, we want to live, we want to move on and humans are strong. And so, you know, I came back like a little nervous because some people got COVID and we started hearing about all these breakthrough cases and it just kind of started to psychologically suck for a few months again. But I still walk away being inspired by this young artist named Grizz, a.k.a. Grant, um, by the scene that he's got going on, by seeing young people live and just be like, you know what, we're, we're not afraid. Like, we're going to go out and we're going to do our thing and we're going to live. So here's to that. Um I was thankful for Christmas in July with Delta. I want you to be good to yourself. And thank you for listening uh, to my friends who've been listening, to any new listeners. Uh, it's a pleasure to be able to talk a little bit and share some of my thoughts and ideas and a little bit of my heart with you. Um, be good to yourself. Have a great weekend. I will drop another episode next Tuesday. Um, and then uh, we will see what happens from there. Woo!